What's up, Winona? What's up, Winona? What's up, Winona? Welcome to the Winona Daily News Signature Podcast for this week. It's Friday, July 20th. I'm Kyle Ferris, educational reporter, and I'll be talking about uh, the Winona School District deciding to sell three of its school buildings, uh, as well as a referendum uh, the school board passed last night on Thursday. And I'm Tesla Mitchell, future reporter for the Winona Daily News, and I'll be talking about two stories that I did this week about a Reiki healer in town, as well as a Winona dancing artist who recently won $25,000. All right, our amazing listeners. So we have a confession to make. Um, the rest of this podcast episode has music <laughs> in the whole thing, um, under, behind us talking. So we're really sorry about that. Um, we're learning this, you know, technology and our, um, our main technology dude, Tobias, who conveniently went on vacation this whole week. Thanks, Tobias. Goodness. So Yeah. Um, we hope that you still enjoy it regardless. And, um, yeah. All right. So Tesla, I heard you got to take some time off work and uh, get a massage. Can you tell us a little more about that? Yeah. Yeah. It was super fun. So the, there's a woman in town named Sunshine Wilson and she is a Reiki healer and massage therapist. And so, um, I wanted to do a profile on her. I felt like she was just a really cool human. I wanted to explore a little bit more about what Reiki healing is. Um, Reiki is an energy type healing. And so I went to her to her office, her massage therapy center type thing, and um, got a massage from her and a Reiki treatment. It was, it was really cool. It was a, it was a nice uh, step away from the office for a moment. <laughs> and um, man, so as far as my experience goes, it was, it was really a cool experience to get well, it was nice to get the massage, but the Reiki treatment, um, have you ever had a Reiki treatment? I haven't, no. Ah, okay, so let me first back up and talk about Reiki healing because that'll kind of help um, show what I was feeling. So Reiki healing is an energy type healing and it's working with the body's energy. So I talked with a number of people in town to help explain what that even means because some of the terms that Sunshine used um, were just so over my head. <laughs> there was a couple of sentences that she said where I was like, wow, I feel like I really need to like write that down and go home and contemplate that for half a day before I understand truly what she was talking about. Um, so I talked with a Tai Chi instructor in town, um, our acupuncturist in town, Jade Fang, as well as yoga instructor, L Newman, and um, a gentleman in town who's a mathematician and is super into quantum physics and huh. stuff. So, and he's got some really great perspective. His name is Elmer um, Matala, and the Tai Chi instructor that I was talking about is Lynn Carlson. So I went to all of them and kind of ask them to explain from their own practices what energy is, what this internal energy is that all of these different practices work with. And so um, Jade, the acupuncturist in town, she explained our energy, or our chi rather is what it's called, um, as um, water flowing. So imagine that there's this energy going through your body and it's, it's flowing like water. Well, sometimes it can get dammed up in certain places or can be blocked in certain places. And those usually have to do with like either an injury or um, a, a lot of times emotions. So um, to explain that further, I talked with Elle Newman, the yoga instructor, and she explained that um, 
We all know what it feels like to be angry, to be nervous, to be um, all different sorts of emotions and how we'll feel that in the body. Like, have you ever felt angry and suddenly you feel it in your chest or you feel yeah. like, yeah. yeah. Or when you're worried about something and all of a sudden you grow this knot in your stomach. Mm -hmm. Or when, um, as she explained, um, when you want to say something but you're either nervous about saying it or for some reason you don't say it and it feels like there's a frog in your throat. Yeah, or a lump, yeah. 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 Yeah, so um, those are all different aspects of our emotions coming through physically. And so um, think, about, think about how that could relate to our physical nature and um, how that can stop our energy. So say, I'm just throwing an example out there. Say there's a person who is very shy and has, has maybe some self-confidence um, struggles. And maybe as they walk, their shoulders are kind of slumped over. They're just kind of like almost as if they could be in the fetal position all the time, except they have to walk, you know? And so, I mean, think about the muscles that have to, that have to deal with that, as well as there's like this emotional pain. So on the physical level, there's the muscles are dealing with that. On the emotional level, there's some energy that's kind of stuck there. And so um, what Tai Chi, what acupuncture, what um, yoga, as well as Reiki does is helps move that energy through the rest of the body and help um, kind of even things out. And so it was really interesting. So all of these different practices, so if you've ever done acupuncture, if you've ever done um, Tai Chi or yoga um, or Reiki, they're all dealing with the same thing, which was really fascinating to me because um, when I first heard about Reiki, which is basically someone having their hand above you and like hovering their hand over your body and moving their moving your energy by not actually touching you. No contact. No. Uh, well, the massage was contact, right. but the Reiki wasn't. Huh. So when you like when you think about that and you're like, there's a person hovering their hand above me and like you know supposedly moving energy through. It can be like, okay, what really is this? Yeah, you know, yeah. but then people like myself, I've gone to acupuncture and that moves energy and that's hope, helping to like stimulate nerves and things like that. So they're working with the same thing. So that's why I thought it was really valuable to talk to these other practices because they're all working with energy. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it can be really easy to grasp a hold of acupuncture, but not Reiki, but then they're they're one and the same, just different ways of doing it. Yeah, so it was really cool. So, um, and on that note, one of the things that I found um, from Jade and from all these people that talked about Reiki and talked about their own practices is that it's all just how it's being done. So acupuncture moves the energy through needles. Um, so the needles stimulate the nerves and then stimulate um, that energy flow and help like Imagine there's a blockage, it helps lift that blockage, and all of a sudden the water flows to the rest of the body. Um, yoga does it by stretching and most importantly breathing. And then Tai Chi does it through actually moving your own body. And then Reiki does it by having someone else's energy help balance your energy. So it was really cool. So anyways, going back to my experience, so I'm in this room and um, I get the massage done and I'm like super relaxed and it was super, it was like, oh, and. Um, so the massage comes first? Yeah, the massage came first, um, which was really great to like help get me in the moment and you know, because at first, I first walked in there and I'm like thinking about this story I'm gonna do about it and thinking about how Chuck, the photographer, our photo editor is gonna be coming soon and you know, and all this stuff. And 
um, you know, taking this photos and video of this intimate kind of moment. <laughs> like, uh. um, so my brain was definitely on fire when I got in there. So the massage was really great to like loosen me up and help me relax and not think as much, although I still did. But then she flipped me over because I was on my stomach originally for the massage. And then I, she asked me to flip over and then, um, and so then I'm face up and she starts the Reiki treatment and um, I didn't feel her hand except, well, I felt one of her hands. One of her hands was like supporting my head at one point and then at some times would be slid under my back or somewhere around there. But her other hand was like floating above my body and doing all these things that I couldn't see. But what I felt um, at times I felt tingling so at times I felt heat. At one point, I, I, I knew that her hand was above my head, um, not because I could see a shadow or not because I had my eyes open because I didn't, I had them closed, but I could feel the heat and I could feel like almost, I wanna say pressure on my brain is the best huh. way that I can explain it. Yeah, and then, um, but it felt really good. And then um, at other times I knew her hands were like above my stomach and stuff like that and going up and down the chest area and I, I would feel tingling, heat, and then at times, to be honest, I didn't feel anything at all. And what was really interesting was when I didn't feel anything was actually when I was trying the hardest to feel something. You know, like I'm a journalist, I'm sitting here, I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, I'm getting a massage and a Reiki treatment, but I'm also reporting on it. So I'm sitting there in my brain, like taking notes, like, oh, I just felt something there. Oh, maybe she's, I wonder what's happening. You know, my brain's just like going. And at times I was like, okay, Tesla, be in tune with your senses. Feel this. Like, what are you feeling right now? And I just couldn't. And the harder I tried, the less I could actually feel. And as a reporter, I would think it would be pretty unsettling to know that you're covering something that's happening right now, but you have to basically sit there and not be able to observe it. Right. Um, which is what we rely on. <laughs> yeah. Um, to have to use, you know, seemingly superhuman senses that I think that, yeah, that would be very hard to let go of. Yeah, and not have my, my notebook and yeah. my pen. <laughs> and, um, but then at one point, so the Reiki treatment was 30 minutes, so about like 15 minutes into it at one point, um, I stopped trying to report on it. I was like, you know what, Tesla, I feel like you've gotten everything that you can get, just relax. And so I did, and I, I almost fell asleep. I was like very deeply relaxed and then I uh, maybe I did fall asleep I don't know but I came back into consciousness and I felt something that was just like mind-boggling so I felt this wave of I'm gonna call it energy I don't know you know any other term to really use but I felt something a wave of something starting from my head and going all the way down to my feet so um, the best way that I can describe it is it felt like a cold rush of water, like I had been laid down in a stream and water was running over my head and all the way down to my feet. And afterwards, and it felt cold almost, but, but so soothing and comfortable. And afterwards I felt just like really safe. I don't know, if safe and very, um, I felt like I released something. It felt, um, you know, like when you're worried about something and you're just, you're, you've got a knot built up, speaking of emotions, but you've got a knot built up and then all of a sudden whatever that situation is unfolds and it turns out okay. And all of a sudden you like have a sigh of relief and you, and that, that's the only other time that I felt it is like, where I'm like, oh, okay. 
that didn't turn out as bad as I thought it was, mm-hmm. you know? So it felt, it felt similar, like a sigh of relief. Um, and then, yeah, the rest of the day was just, it was just amazing. So that was my experience of the Reiki treatment. It was a really cool story. Um, for anybody listening, check out the story. It was, it's definitely worth it just to hear the different perspectives of people, you know, of, of human beings in Winona that are credible, that people know well, talk about this Reiki healing and specifically about sunshine apparently um lynn carlson told me that she's quote a legend in town unquote yeah and that like like you know everyone that i talked to was like yeah i know of sunshine and she's amazing that was like the overarching thing so if anybody is interested in um seeking her out her website is star as in like a star in the sky seeds as in something that you grow um rising Com. So starseedsrising.com. Yeah. I feel like that's such a, a peaceful uh, email address that, I mean, that would be soothing just to type out on your computer. Right. <laughs> the Reiki treatment begins when you type it into Google. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, why do you think um, you know, Reiki hasn't caught on to the level of, say, acupuncture or even some other sort of... Um, you know, alternative forms of healing in that way. Is, is it because, you know, people might think it's, um, might be skeptical of, you know, it actually working in kind of the, um, the way it works scientifically? I think so. I think so completely. You know, just, just from my grasp of, you know, talking to these people and, and knowing what I know myself, I just, I feel like it's not tangible enough for people yet. Mm-hmm. I feel like our society is very um, much in the need of seeing, feeling, measuring that we're not quite in tune with those senses or those energy systems you know and I think um you know even think about the soul like we we know that there are we know that there's some kind of something inside that makes living people living and dead people dead and you know we we know that a body can just have one thing malfunction and we can die you know, whereas in somebody else, that same malfunction might not cause them to die. So we know that there's something interesting there, but I don't think that we have like a universal thought of what exactly it is. Mm-hmm. We, I think we say soul a lot, and I think a lot of us are spirit, um, and we can grasp a hold of that, but then it almost has a hard time relating to our everyday life. And I think, um, I think not having that tangible aspect, I mean, acupuncture, there's something tangibly happening, right? You, you're you're getting a needle stuck inside you, and you're like, okay, that's doing something. And and at times you'll feel it. Like I've felt it before. <laughs> Odd note: um, when I was little, uh, my parents had a, an acupuncturist come to our house and just stay. Like um, it was a friend who happened to do acupuncture, and I tried it. And um, it, oh my goodness, it was crazy. They, he stuck the needles in every needle. I felt like this ping and it, and I felt like energy flowing, similar thing. Mm-hmm. At one point it got so overwhelming that I almost fainted and he had to put one right between my lip and my nose, my top lip and my nose, like right in that little section. And then as soon as he put a needle there, everything cleared up and it was like, suddenly, wow. yeah, it was so crazy. It was, it was kind of, it was yeah, I've never had that happen and, um, with, with any other acupuncture. And side note, um, Jay did say that there's different types of acupuncture. Right. And so that type that I was doing um, was really deep penetrating needles, whereas hers are not. So don't be worried if you're listening to this. 
um, about Jade's practice. She is very well known and very credible and is the second generation of acupuncturists in town. But yeah, I think that um, I think that we just don't have that tangible aspect to Reiki healing. Because I mean, you're not even touching the person. Your hand is hover- their hand is hovering above you. It's like uh, it sounds foo foo. Yeah. You know, it just sounds like some like you know, it sounds like some con or I don't know. It just sounds like something not that credible. Yeah. But it was really cool to like talk to all these different. Um, people in town and and to hear that it's not as far reaching as maybe once thought Mm -hmm. so yeah would you ever do it uh i think i would yeah 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 i mean i um would you say um it was it was more effective in some ways than you know a traditional massage like i mean like the next day for instance like did you feel differently from how you would normally feel after massage i felt emotionally different so um the massage really made my made me feel physically a lot looser and lighter, but then the Reiki made me feel more at peace is the best way that I can explain it. So it, it seems like it was almost the emotional and physical side wrapped into one 60-minute session. <laughs> it was cool. I definitely want to go again. All right, well, Kyle, tell me about what's going on in the schools because I know there's tons of big news happening there. There is. Uh, I was at the school board meeting last night on Thursday and it ran close to four hours. I was very tired when I woke up this morning. (laughs) Uh, So the school board did a few uh, important things last night. One, they agreed to sell uh, three elementary schools that were closed recently, uh, Madison, Rolling Stone, and Central to the highest bidders and and they had um, accepted bids um, last month and in June Um, and and so those buildings now if if the deals go through are are property of of someone else so um, that that's a big deal and those students will be in different schools um, in the fall Um, but also you know there's a lot of questions around what will happen to these buildings so with uh, the two city schools madison and central uh, they were purchased by a group called uh, building value partners in winona Um, ben schwab uh, is the president and i spoke with him today and he plans to turn uh, both buildings into um, apartments and well i should say housing madison will Mm. likely be apartments and central might be uh, more condos Uh, Mm. and he also plans to um, now these are old school buildings that took up an entire city block. So he's planning to um, use the space that you know, the green space or the, the, the playground space um, as an area for townhomes or hmm. um, or row houses, and just you know to um, you know, give more people more options. So um, that's what's happening in town, um, and, and it should happen pretty quickly. He said. Uh, maybe as soon as next spring he'll have people moving in because uh, they don't need need too much work uh, the buildings wow. um, that's pretty quick yeah and the classrooms are just going to be converted into um, into the units and so all hmm. the bricks and mortar are there uh, really the the key is to replace these old mechanical systems that haven't been updated since hmm. you know the Great Depression so those are really the next steps there, um, and, and that should be happening, uh, like I said, in the next several months. And the other school, uh, Rolling Stone, uh, was purchased by a group called Rolling Stone MC Properties, uh, and I, I had 
tried to get a hold of uh, the manager of that company, but was unable to. Um, I did speak with him last month when he placed his bid, and he said he's worked on uh, townhomes in the past um, mm. and other residential properties. So you might see something similar out in Rolling Stone, but that's a more rural area, and so right. it's not really clear, um, you know, the, the future of that building. Um, that's really interesting. I wonder um, how that will work alongside the apartments that are. I don't know how far into the process they are, so I'm not quite sure about that, but they wanted to put, um, the developer wanted to put apartments into the old W-Y-C-A, isn't it? W, yeah, W, not W, um, Y-W-C-A. Okay, yeah. Um, the one that had the fire in it. Mm -hmm. oh, what street was that on? I feel like it was on 5th Street. Anyways, um, there's some apartments that are being planned for there, as well as... Um, Yes, there's gonna be a lot of new apartments happening in the next couple of years. Which is good. I mean, the it's city, the city for, Isn't for there years a need? has been talking about the need for housing. Yeah. You have all these jobs in Winona with you know, all these companies and, and, right. and factories, and there's just nowhere for these people to live. So you know, a lot of folks live in La Crosse or on Alaska. That's true. Um, and then commute up here. So um, more and more apartments are going up. Uh, these old buildings are being converted into apartments, and um, hopefully that has kind of a ripple effect and and attracting families here and um, hmm. and keeping their business in Winona because if these people are working in Winona but living in La Crosse, La Crosse gets you know their business. Um, gets the groceries, the gets the gas, exactly. get the yeah. So you know a lot of a lot of folks I've talked with with the city um, and the Chamber of Commerce they they have really been you know pushing and emphasizing the need for more housing. So this hmm. should uh, at least be um, a step toward. Um, bringing that more in line with um, sort of the workforce population. The other big news to come out of last night's school board meeting was the board approved a referendum uh, just under $10 million. Hmm. Uh, they were hoping to get that this fall and that money would go toward renovations and repairs <coughs> to uh, some of the district's older schools, uh, the remaining schools that they haven't closed and sold. Um, and, and that was passed by a six to one vote Allison Quam, um, who's been a very strong proponent of keeping all the schools open, uh, was the lone uh, member to vote against it. Um, and last fall, if, if you recall, the school district also tried to pass a referendum and that right. didn't go so well. And that was much larger, wasn't it? it was, what was it They were asking for $81 million. Um, right. This one is a little under 10. So it's $70 million cheaper. Um, <laughs> And another issue with last year's referendum was that it, um, it was very big in scope and it had a lot of projects uh, tied to it that were pretty controversial. Um, you know, and the addition of a gym at the uh, Area Learning Center was one. Mm -hmm. um, you know, people just thought that was unnecessary and to spend millions and millions of dollars on a gym um, at that building, a, a lot of people just couldn't um, sign on to that as well as um, the idea of expanding Washington Kosciusko Elementary School on the city's east side. A lot of people didn't like that idea. So this new referendum doesn't include any of that. It, it includes um, projects that should be fairly non-controversial. Um, they want a little over a million dollars to add uh, locked vestibules uh, to the elementary schools, um, you know, just for school security. Um, kind of unfortunately in, in this day and age, uh, that sort of thing is um, kind of necessary in schools. 
They want uh, another uh, $1.3 million to improve accessibility so all students can use the same entrance because as it is right now in these old buildings, students with disabilities often have to go around to a back entrance. Uh, or, yeah, um, so that, that's another unfortunate right. consequence of running old schools. So uh, the referendum is uh, designed to fix that. And this uh, district also wants $7 million to um, to devote to various uh, deferred maintenance projects across mm -hmm. the district, which would be, you know, replacing different systems. Um, and I haven't, you know, taken a deep, uh, too deep a dive into what exactly they're looking at, but it's mostly, you know, very urgent stopgap things that, you know, they're just trying to, um, you know, keep these buildings operational. And then four years from now, once uh, this referendum, if it's passed, comes off the, um, the tax burden for, for the district, then they'd probably come forward with a larger referendum meant to really renovate these schools and invest probably tens of million dollars in renovating them. Gotcha. Question for you. So um, did you get a sense from the school board whether they were happy with the idea of apartments or whether they had a hope for what those buildings would become or whether they just really just wanted them sold? Mm -hmm. Uh, I think it's a little bit of both. They they really did want them uh, to sell quickly because the district is very strapped financially yeah. and every dollar counts when you're operating at a, at a deficit and, and having to cut. Um, but board members uh, past few months have also um, voiced support for uh, these buildings being turned into apartments um, because of the, the housing shortage in Winona and in roundabout way um, additional housing is going to help the district because district enrollment has been declining and part of the reason is because there's nowhere for these families to live that makes um, sense. there are a lot of factors that contribute to enrollment but that's one of them uh, so more housing means more families more families means more students and that means higher enrollment for the district and, and more money so um, yeah, if if they could have you know handpicked a, a use for these buildings, um, uh, apartments would have been pretty high on the list. Wow, that's so interesting. Thanks for sharing that with us. Of course. So Tesla, what else do you have for us? Yeah, so I also did a story that I just finished right before this podcast. <laughs> so if you're listening to this in the next couple hours, you'll be hearing of it first before the article. It should be fresh in your brain. This should be good. Yes, yes. Um, so Sharon Mansoor, um, she is a um, performing artist. So she's a dancer, but the best term really is performing artist. Um, and so she's a dancer in town who... Um, she's done plenty of workshops and just lots of different performances in town and I mean it's hard not to see her name attached to something so so she's pretty active in town as far as a performing artist goes and so she applied and won um, the McKnight Foundation's Dancer Fellowship Award which um, is for $25,000 um, so super cool for her um, and she was only one of three um, performing artists in Minnesota that got that award and she's the only one from outside the Twin Cities that got that award um, so super cool and um, what the what the award does and what that money more specifically does is for her to deepen her practice um, in whatever way that means so she could travel the world 
and learn different styles of dance or you know she could take more training or she could or she could just take off of work and sit in her house and and kind of contemplate life and her career and um, where she wants to go from here so it's specifically for artists that are in their mid-career um, so it's kind of like a support for those artists that you know um, are at that turning point of like where do they want to go what do they want to do from here which is super cool yeah yeah and so they actually do this um, for a number of different other fields between visual art and um, just tons of choreography there's there's tons of other um, avenues that they award um, these grants or awards for rather so they're considered um, dancer fellows or it's called a fellowship mm -hmm. um, so super cool um, and so yeah she's really excited to to have it it's a big honor for her and um, what was really cool is she said you know even it, I really got the sense that even beyond the $25,000 and the other support that she gets um, the biggest thing for her was like that acknowledgement sure you know, just the acknowledgement that I'm that she's an artist that has contributed to society, and just to be uplifted and supported. So that's super super cool. But yeah, there's tons of other things that she can do with this. So um, they also pay for her to go on a four day retreat. Ah, how cool is that? And they the also massage, right, right. <laughs> and they also. Um, pay in a separate fund for her to work with a choreographer, a professional choreographer, to come up with a new dance solo performance. And so that could be anyone in the world if they're available. So how cool is she? She could like travel to India or travel to anywhere and like hook up with, you know, a choreographer there and work on stuff and you know just the the possibilities are endless what she could do with it which is very different from what is typical of like a grant or an award or something like that right, that's got money so specific generally. right yeah like you must do this and this is what this is specifically for and this is just meant to be like hey do what you need to do we're supporting you and they also help her with like her website and just all these different other things and kind of help her hone in on skills so mm -hmm. she's super pumped about it uh, is this something that um, artists have to apply for, or is it sort of, you know, other people nominate you? or? Yeah, so um, she applied for it back in the fall, in fall, yeah. And, um, and then had to go through numerous stages and stuff to get to that final point. And she was one of nearly 50 applicants. Okay. So, um, yeah, and it's, it's across all of Minnesota. So it's only for, for Minnesota residents, and there's... Yeah, it's it's definitely um, not a competition, but a lot of people are, are trying to get that. Cause, I mm. mean, wouldn't that just be awesome as an artist, just build, take a step back and not have to worry about money for a moment and just, like, practice or hone in on your skills or, you know, without the pressure of having to make money off of it immediately to right. support yourself. Yeah. <laughs> you did, know. Did she have, um, is she still kind of considering what to do with the money and um, getting a sense of kind of what, what she wants to do longer term? Yeah, so she really was 
excitedly unsure. <laughs> so is she... Um, it's got to feel like winning the lottery. Like you don't right. know what to do first. Yeah, she said that she's still kind of soaking it in and she's still kind of like shocked a little bit mm -hmm. that she didn't quite... She doesn't have really a plan of what she wants to do. But um, on that retreat that I talked about, um, she'll be able to go up there and they'll kind of give her ideas and help her brainstorm and stuff. So maybe when she comes back, she'll have a more definitive idea of what to do with the money. So this is like a... a dancing retreat not like a spa retreat uh that's what i that's what i took from it yeah so no but i'm sure there's some gonna be some relaxing involved yeah. too <laughs> yeah so that was pretty exciting I hear WinCon is this weekend. Do you have uh, your costume all picked out, Tesla? <laughs> I don't have a costume picked out, but I am pretty pumped to go and make a superhero shield. <laughs> yeah, so WinCon is this Saturday from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. at the Winona Public Library. And so it's like Comic-Con, but it's it's WinCon. So it's super cool. They're gonna have a lot of really fun stuff there. And yeah, if you do have a costume, totally wear it. You gotta go. Yeah, so some cool things that they've got besides this making a superhero shield, which I'm thinking about making like a, a journalist superhero shield, like keeping democracy going or something like that. I don't know, something fun like what that. What do you make it out of? I don't know. I'm excited to find out. Yeah, I'm gonna bring my daughter and maybe we'll make, or maybe we'll make like mother-daughter superhero shields, like super women. I don't know, we'll have a lot of fun with it. It's gonna be fun. Um, and so other than that, which I'm super pumped for, as you can probably tell, there's also a Harry Potter escape room. <laughs> I want to do it. I've got a wedding to go to. Thanks, V-Bout, if you're listening. I appreciate you planning your wedding on the same day as WinCon. Gosh. Who um, that? I know. Should have looked ahead on the calendar. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, this Harry Potter escape room. Apparently, um, Professor Snape stole a dragon egg from Hagrid and hid it in his office, and now you got to find it. So um, hopefully it's, it's pretty challenging because I want to do it. Um, but then there's also um, a visit from the Ghostbusters. It's the Mississippi River Valley Ghostbusters. And they have a legit like Ghostbusters vehicle all outfitted and stuff, and um, as well as like all the Ghostbusters gear. And they'll have that puff dude, the puffed man guy. Uh -huh. I can't remember what Where his name is. At the library. Okay. Yeah. And rumor has it apparently that you can take a shot at the puff guy. <laughs> huh. I don't know if that means like a punch or if that means like a shot with one of the Ghostbuster um, gun thingies. We'll just have to go to find out. Yeah, right. There's also um, a number of different workshops and different e kind of like events as well as vendors so there's a co cosplay cosplay right cosplay i keep wanting to say cosplay so there's some cosplay going on and they've got like a cosplay 101 as well as they've got a vendor who um it's a group that does it all the time and stuff and i checked out their their facebook page and they've got lots and lots of um cosplay um photos and stuff so they they must do it a lot so there's that there's 10 minute tabletop games so the the idea being that you come and you play a game for 10 minutes and then you move around the table to do another one which is kind of cool because i i love playing games but i don't want to sit there for an hour you know like especially if you don't like it right and and especially when you're trying to make a superhero shield like i, I got priorities man 
and um, there's like a makeup um, artist who is like a make-believe artist so like I think she does fantasy makeup is what, what I took from that conversation um, as well as there's gonna be a stage combat demonstration so that'll be cool yeah so there's lots to do and that's not even like covering half of it I feel like I couldn't even couldn't even cover everything in the story that I did about it so yeah there's lots there's lots there. It's definitely worth checking out it's 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Saturday at the Winona Public Library and then also we've got some other events going on I'll quick tell you about those before we let you go um, so there's the Trumpelo County Fair typical fair stuff fair food carnival live music traditional animal shows 5k scavenger hunt demolition derby um, a hypno hip not a hypnotherapist a hypno uh, who does the hypnosis hypnosis hypnotist hypnotist, hypnotist. The guy with the hip and the stuff. <laughs> and then there's um, a comedian there. Um, that's all in Galesville. Admission is $5 a day with children under five being free. And then um, I think I read this right. Something to double check though, because I, I am pretty sure I read it right, was that um, carnival rides you could get an all day pass for 10 bucks. Wow. Yeah, so they had that on their poster. Um, hopefully that, that, um, that, was the correct interpretation of that um so there's also rushford days which man they have a lot of stuff for being a smaller town like they're not obviously small small but they're a smaller town and they they know how to host a party shoo so they've got um same kind of things i almost want to say it compares to the trempolo county fair um some other things let's see there's a mutton bust in and then there is a place to burn out your tires like that's just so cool. Just an area for people to burn their tires out. I just think that's I think that's hilarious. I love it. There's also a teen dance, a family dance, and bingo and inflatable stuff and a foam archery combat section. Yeah, so I'm huh. interested to see what that is. Yeah, so that's cool. And then there's um, tons of live music this weekend. Um, a lot of them being concert on the greens, which um, are 12.30 to 1.30 p.m. and 5 to 7 p.m. on, let's see, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So lots of, lots of cool stuff. Um, the Minnesota Beethoven Festival is also going on this weekend as well. So there's there's ton to check out. Um, if you want to learn more, check out our website, and um, we've got a, an article that just got just has all the events for the weekend, really, um, and and a list of the live music. So definitely worth checking out. Whoop whoop. I hear WinCon is this weekend. Do you have a, your costume all picked out, Tesla? <laughs> I don't have a costume picked out, but I am pretty pumped to go and make a superhero shield. <laughs> yeah, so WinCon is this Saturday from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. at the Winona Public Library. And so it's like Comic-Con, but it's it's WinCon. So super cool. They're going to have a lot of really fun stuff there. And yeah, if you do have a costume, totally wear it. you got to go. Yeah, so some cool things that they've got besides this making a superhero shield which i'm thinking about making like a a journalist superhero shield like keeping democracy going or something like that i don't know something fun like what that. what do you make it out of i don't know i'm excited to find out yeah i'm gonna bring my daughter and maybe we'll make or maybe we'll make like mother daughter superhero shields like superwomen i don't know we'll have a lot of fun with it it's gonna be fun 
Um, and so other than that, which I'm super pumped for, as you can probably tell, there's also a Harry Potter escape room. <laughs> I want to do it. I've got a wedding to go to. Thanks, V-Bout, if you're listening. I appreciate you planning your wedding on the same day as WinCon. Gosh. Who um, that? I know. Should have looked ahead on the calendar. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, this Harry Potter escape room. Apparently, um, Professor Snape stole a dragon egg from Hagrid and hid it in his office, and now you got to find it. So um, hopefully it's, it's pretty challenging because I want to do it. Um, but then there's also um, a visit from the Ghostbusters. It's the Mississippi River Valley Ghostbusters. And they have a legit like Ghostbusters vehicle all outfitted and stuff. And um, as well as like all the Ghostbusters gear. And they'll have that puff dude, the puffed man guy. Uh-huh. I can't remember what Where his name is. At the library. Okay. Yeah. And rumor has it, apparently, that you can take a shot at the puff guy. (laughs) I don't know if that means, like, a punch or if that means, like, a shot with one of the Ghostbuster um, gun thingies. We'll just have to go to find out. Yeah, right. There's also um, a number of different workshops and different kind of, like, events as well as vendors. So there's a cosplay. Cosplay, right? Cosplay. I keep wanting to say cosplay. <laughs> which doesn't, At least which, you're not saying Coldplay. Yeah. <laughs> um, so there's some cosplay going on, and they've got like a cosplay 101, as well as they've got a vendor who, um, it's a group that does it all the time and stuff, and I checked out their, their Facebook page, and they've got lots and lots of um, cosplay um, photos and stuff, so they, they must do it a lot. So there's that, there's 10 minute tabletop games. So the, the idea being that you come and you play a game for 10 minutes and then you move around the table to do another one, which is kind of cool because I, I love playing games, but I don't want to sit there for an hour, you know? Like, especially if you don't like it. Right, and, and especially when you're trying to make a superhero shield. Like I, I got priorities, man. And um, there's like a makeup um, artist who is like a make-believe artist. So like I think she does fantasy makeup is what what I took from that conversation. Um, As well as there's going to be a stage combat demonstration. So that'll be cool. Yeah, so there's lots to do and that's not even like covering half of it. I feel like I couldn't couldn't even cover everything in the story that I did about it. So yeah, there's lots there's lots there. It's definitely worth checking out. It's 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Saturday at the Winona Public Library. And then also we've got some other events going on. I'll quick tell you about those before we let you go. Um, so there's the Trumpelow County Fair. Typical fair stuff, fair food, carnival, live music, traditional animal shows, 5K, scavenger hunt, demolition derby, um, a hypno, hip, not a hypnotherapist, a hypno, uh, who does the hypnosis? Hypnosis. Hypnotist. 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 The guy with the hip and the stuff. <laughs> and then there's um, a comedian there. Um, that's all in Galesville. Admission is $5 a day with children under five being free. And then um, I think I read this right. Something to double check though, because I am pretty sure I read it right, was that um, carnival rides you could get an all day pass for 10 bucks. Wow. Yeah, so they had that on their poster. Um, hopefully that, that, um, that, was the correct interpretation of that um so there's also rushford days which man they have a lot of stuff for being a smaller town like they're not obviously small small but they're a smaller town and they 
they know how to host a party shoe so they've got um, same kind of things I almost want to say it compares to the Trempolo County Fair um, some other things let's see there's a mutton bust in and then there is a place to burn out your tires like that's just so cool just an area for people to burn their tires out I just think that's I think that's hilarious I love it there's also a teen dance a family dance and bingo and inflatable stuff and a foam archery combat section yeah so I'm huh. interested to see what that is yeah so that's cool and then there's um, tons of live music this weekend um, a lot of them being concert on the greens which um, are 12 30 to 1 30 p.m. and 5 to 7 p.m. on let's see Friday Saturday and Sunday so lots of lots of cool stuff um, the Minnesota, Minnesota Beethoven Festival is also going on this weekend as well so there's there's ton to check out um, if you want to learn more, check out our website, and um, we've got a, an article that just got just has all the events for the weekend, really, um, and and a list of the live music. So definitely worth checking out. Whoop whoop. Thank you so much, everyone, for joining us. Uh, you can find our podcast on Anchor, Stitcher, Google, and Apple Podcasts. Really, anywhere you get your podcasts. Uh, also, please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and check out our website at winonadailynews.com. And have an amazing weekend.